Amen. What a blessing. Amen. Amen. I love Jesus more than every day. Amen. So it this carries me to be awake, isn't it? Or away. <laughs> right? Do you love Jesus? Amen. Amen. That's why you're here. Because uh, you love Jesus. Amen. And um, we are so um, blessed this um, day. Amen. For giving us good weather. And even though there's a sun, and we still um, have this chilly uh, weather, but we are so thankful for God for bringing us here once again to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. And thank the Lord for traveling mercies for our folks who are with us today and also for our um, brethren who are in their respective houses. Maybe they are experiencing some uh, sickness in their in their bodies, but we are praising that they are joining with us online. Amen. And thank you for uh, their presence as well in our uh, online ministry. Okay, so, kamusta po lahat? Good afternoon. Okay, I'm not going to say good night. <laughs> so, good afternoon, everyone, or good morning to our folks uh, there in the Philippines. Uh, you're still awake. Yeah, I think uh, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.20 in the morning there. I don't know if we have some brethren watching over. And um, if there's some, or if they're not watching, you can still watch our uh, preaching, right? Online, it is recorded. Okay, so let's uh, dive into the Word of God this afternoon. And I'm always uh, excited and nervous. Amen. And I don't have a song to, uh, to, to share <laughs> this afternoon, but we praise and thank God for the opportunity and privilege to be of use of Him when it comes to the preaching of God's Word. May I request everyone to please rise as we look upon these um, wonderful um, verses in the Scripture in Luke chapter 8, verse 38 to 39. Luke chapter 8, verse 38 to 39. We have two verses only to read upon, but we can see here the story of Jesus. Okay, uh, when he um, saved this man who was demon-possessed. Okay, so let's have um, these verses, verse 38 and 39. Let's all read together. Ready now, begin. Now the man out of the devils were departed, besought him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to thine own house, and show thy great things God hath done unto thee. And he went his way, and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. Amen. What a powerful verses. And he went his way, the last part of it, and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. Our title this afternoon is Locating and Serving on Your Mission Field. Locating and Serving on Your Mission Field. Let's um, go to the Lord in prayer. I, our gracious God, Heavenly Father, we are so uh, thankful and grateful, O Lord, for giving us this um, privilege to study thy word together. 
we like to ask of God for your forgiveness for the sins that we committed against thee. Cleanse our hearts, O Lord God, and make us worthy, O Lord, as we ponder on your word. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord God, lighten our hearts. Uh, may he be the one, O Lord, who uh, going to teach us, O Lord. And I pray, O Lord, that you help us, O Lord, understand your word. And help me, O Lord, as I share your word, O Lord God. I'm just your instrument of uh, your grace. And Lord, I pray that uh, I may this very word of um, lessons, O Lord, that we are going to study will yeah, will uh, always be a blessing, O Lord God, to our lives. And help us, O Lord, to apply it, O Lord God. And by your grace, O Lord, uh, may we continue on serving you, O Lord God, as long as we are here in this world, O Lord. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for our salvation. Thank you, Lord, for your love to us. Thank you, Lord, that we have a God who had a who has um, been faithful, O Lord, in our life. And thank you, for Lord God, for your uh, grace, O Lord, and mercy that always there in our life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. You may now be seated. Um, do you know the story of this um, man who was possessed by the demons? In this passage, Luke chapter 8 verse 26 to 39 you will see the story and it was also mentioned in Matthew chapter 8 verse 28 to 34 and in Mark chapter 5 verse 1 to 20 if you would like to, to read all um, the, the verses there and that talk that is talking about the, the story of this demon possessed man okay and um as a way, um, let's take a look on this verse 27, Luke chapter 8. And he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, a certain man which had devils long time. Okay, long time. He experienced the possession of the devil long for a long time. And wear no clothes, neither abode in any houses, but in the tombs. If you were going to analyze and think about the life of this man, this man is, his life is a, is a destroyed life. Amen? Doesn't know what was going on in his life because he was possessed by the devil. And it's not only one, but a legion of devil. Okay? He was possessed, doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's um, being crazy, okay, all the time. And the people were afraid of him. Were afraid of him. He has this kind of broken life. But in verse 28, when he saw Jesus, amen? When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him with a loud voice. What have I to do with thee? Jesus, thou son of God most high, I beseech thee, torment me not. And we know that, who's he speaking here? Devils, right? They know the, their, their end. Okay? They, they know their end. But in these verses, we can see the devils recognize Jesus 
and his authority immediately. They know Jesus Christ. They knew who he was and what his great power could do to them. Devils or demons or Satan's messengers are powerful and destructive. Okay? And it's still active today. All right? They are the fallen angels with uh, Satan. They're still active today. They attempt to distort and destroy man's relationship with God. Okay? That's the main motive or main goal of these demons. They want to destroy the relationship, the, the relationship between man and God. So demons and demon possession are real. It is a vital that believers recognize the power of Satan and his demons. But we shouldn't let your uh, curious, curiosity lead us to get involved with demo, demonic forces. They are defeated, amen? amen? And powerless against those who trust in Jesus. If you have Christ in your heart, greater, greater is he. That is in you. That is in us. That he that's in the world. Yeah. If we resist the devil, he will leave us alone. Flee, flee from us. Okay, James chapter 4 verse 7. And we know that they are no much with Jesus. They are no, with no much with Jesus. So, as a way, let's um, jump into verse 38 and 39 as we have this there's a story on how the Lord Jesus Christ delivered this man from demon possession and we see that he is no longer possessed by the devil but he is with the Lord Jesus Christ amen God changed this person God changed this man okay the devil destroyed his life. He's unbroken, but God made him whole again because of his grace, because of his power, because of God's power. And right now, here, we can see his desire. Amen? He can, we can see this changed man wants to serve the Lord. So the biblical account of deliverance of the man from the legions of uh, legion of dem demons is the most dramatic accounts to be found in all of the New Testament. Do you believe in that? In this miraculous event, Christ took the initiative, okay, to deliver this man from the destructive powers of the demons. As a divine and benevolent mediator. He confronted the evil forces in this man and persisted until the man was set free. Amen. And we see him in verse 35. Let's take a look on that verse. Luke chapter 8, verse 35. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man out of the whom out of whom the devils were departed. What he's doing? Sitting at the feet of Jesus. Sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. Amen. In his right mind. 
And disciples were afraid. They were afraid of him. Okay? Baka, baka magwala, no? O di nila mapigilan. Alright? Itong taong ito. Okay? But he was a changed man. Amen? God changed him. He is in his right mind. Okay? So, God has the power to change man's life. Amen? Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus. That's the verse. This is a dramatic and uh, inspiring account portrays the fact that Jesus Christ came into the world to do more than just deliver people from the power of demonic of the demons in initial experience of conversion. Jesus needed the potential of these men for the good of others. Amen? He, has, he had a chosen place of service where these men could be God's messenger and helper and man's minister and servant. We can deduce from this, from this that God has a mission field for each of us. And we must locate that mission field and begin to serve Him there. Amen? We know we have a lot of missionaries there, but we cannot go to their places. Okay? God saved us for a reason. God put us here for a reason. And we have our own mission field. Amen? We have our own mission field. And we need to to, to know the location of our mission field and serve God there. Right? And do you know this person, Dr. Russell Conwell? He is the founder of Temple University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay? He lived um, in, in the year 1843 to 1927. Oh, 1925. Okay? It was, uh, we're not here yet, right? <laughs> Long time ago was 83 years old. Dr. Russell Conwell, founder and president of Temple University, had a famous lecture entitled Acres of Diamonds, if you heard this. Okay? He always delivered this, um, this um, wonderful lecture. He delivered more than 5,000 times. Right? I, uh, um, I tend to, to read the lecture, but it was long, so hindi ko natapos. And uh, to make it a point, in summary, the point of this exciting lecture calls our attention to the fact that we will find our diamonds at home rather than in some distant and exotic place. Okay? Jesus was affirming this same great truth when he spoke to the men and said, and said, Return to thine house and show how great things God had done unto thee. In verse 39. Amen. Return to thy house. Okay. And great things God had done unto thee. So we will going to study um, four things. Amen. This afternoon. Four things. Amen. Last time to uh, yesterday. Uh, I appreciate the nursing home to two points long. But now it's four. Amen? With some points. Amen? Yeah. To make us awake. Amen? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Okay?
we can see in this li in the in the life of this man first thing is the proper response of a saved man the proper response of a saved man this man who was delivered from the power of demonic activities provides us with an interesting study motivation verse 38 now the man out of the whom the devils were departed besought that he might be with him. This man wants to be with Jesus. Is there any, anything wrong with that? This man wants to be with Jesus. Wants to stay with Jesus. Wants to be in contact with Jesus. God wants to, be, uh, to stay closer with Jesus. But what's the response of the Lord? But Jesus sent him away. Okay? Jesus sent him away. For a reason, right? For a reason. I think the, the 12 disciples are already complete. If he will uh, going to put another one, it will be 13 disciples. <laughs> but 12 disciples. So, we can see the proper response of a saved man. Uh, we can see in his life the gratitude could have caused the man to want to be with Jesus always. Amen. He saw his changed life. And God has the power to change him. And he wants to be with the Lord Jesus Christ always. He was so thankful. He was so thankful. The time that we accepted Christ and received Him as our Lord, personal Savior of our life. Are we thankful to God? Are we grateful? Amen. That God has given us the power to become the sons of God, the children of the Lord. Are we grateful? And that tends us to be with Jesus always. To be in the presence of the Lord. To, to, to... To grow in Him. Amen? To grow in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. To know Him more in our life. Because we are grateful of what He had done or He has done for our life. And not only gratitude, but a new affection and love for Jesus could have caused this man to want to be as close to Him as possible for the rest of his days. These are good reasons. That he wants to stay with Jesus. But Jesus sent him away. <laughs> but he wants to stay with Jesus. And next thing, it is impossible that the fear of reoccurrence of demon possession could have caused the man to want to stay close to the one who could deliver him. Maybe he's thinking that, oh, bakal bumalik yung mga demon sa akin, mapossess ako ulit. Kaya mag-i-stay na lang ako dito. <laughs> Para hindi na ako mapossess. <laughs> Kasi nandito yung nagpalaya sa akin. These are good reasons that he wants to stay with Jesus. The closer we stay to Jesus, the less opportunity Satan has to take charge of our lives. The man's motive for wanting to be with Jesus was a worthy and commendable motive. And we should imitate him at this point. Amen? We want to be with Jesus. 
You want to be with Jesus. Want to go to church because we want to be with Jesus. Amen? Want to pray because we want to be with Jesus. And God is present everywhere. So the proper response of a saved man. Secondly, a prayer request that was not granted. Okay? Prayer request that was not granted. We know when we pray, God answers um, three answers, right? He answers yes. He answers no. And he answers also maybe or maybe you have to wait. Okay? Three answers. But here, a prayer request that was not granted. He asked or he prayed, but it was not granted. The scripture tells us that even though the man wanted to be with Jesus and his apostles, okay, sent him away saying, return to thine own house and show how great God had done unto thee. But you know what his response is? He went his way and published. Amen? And published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. So there are a number or there are a number of recorded prayers that were offered to Jesus that he did not grant. Okay? So it is not always uh, granted. First of all, you have to think about your motive, <laughs> about your prayer. Okay? So if you ask a miss, then you have to check on your prayer. Amen? So these are some of the accounts from the scripture, all right? So let's take a look at here, um, Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, verse uh, 13, okay? This is the parable of a rich fool. In verse 13, and one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother, that he divide the inheritance with me. Okay? And he said unto him, Man who made a judge or divider over you. Okay? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisted not in the abundance of things which he possesses. Let's jump into verse 21. So is he that laid up treasure for himself is not rich toward with God. As we take a look here, problems like this were often brought to rabbis for them, or rabbis, or rabbis for them to settle Jesus' response, or to settle. Jesus' response, though not directly to the topic, is not a change of subject. Rather, Jesus is pointing a higher issue. A correct attitude toward accumulation of health or wealth. So life is more than material goods. Far more important is our relationship with God. Amen. Amen? But this man wants to divide the, the treasure, the inheritance. Maybe he wants to to be equal with the inheritance with his brother. But the more importantly here, we can see God or Jesus himself emphasized 
the real important thing is the relationship with God. Relationship with God. So what happened? Jesus declined to grant this request. Amen? In this passage. And another thing here, a mother requested a preferential treatment for her two sons. Okay? So, do you know this story? Do you know the mother of Zebedee? Or their, or her children, right? See any children, yeah? James and John, okay? In Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 to 28, the Bible says, Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her son, worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What wilt thou? She saith unto him, Grant that this my two sons may sit, okay, the one on the right hand and the other on the left, in thy kingdom. All right. So maybe the mother of um, uh, James and John uh, was thinking that he's uh, going to give a special treatment to these two children of hers. Okay. But, in verse 20, But Jesus answered and said, Ye know not what ye ask. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of, or to be baptized with the baptism that I, have, I am baptized with? They said unto him, We are able. <laughs> Doesn't know what, he, what she's requesting. And she saith unto them, Talaga yung, ano na yung mother's heart, talagang gusto niyang, oh, di ba, yung, Nasa position, no? Ay, talagang gusto niya yung mapabuti yung kalagayan ng kanyang mga anak. Good motive, but it's not the will of God. Okay? So, in verse 23, And he said unto them, He shall drink indeed of my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with, but to sit on the right hand, on my right hand and my left hand, is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my father. Verse 24, And when the ten heard it, diba? Twelve disciples sila, apostles. They were moved with indignation against the two brethren. Alright. Nagkakaroon pa ng split, no? <laughs> so, but Jesus called them unto him and said, Ye know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them. And they that are great exercise authority upon them, but it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. But whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many. Amen. So, what a statement from our Lord Jesus. Maybe uh, these people, or the mother of James and John, was thinking that God will build a, a physical kingdom. Okay? They're not realizing that Jesus Christ is building a spiritual kingdom. And He is the, the main thing there. Okay? Okay? He is the, the leader. 
Okay? He is the authority. Amen? And um, what a blessing it is, amen, that we have this leader. We have Christ as our leader. You know what? In the Bible, okay, leader, or the word leader is mentioned only six times in the Bible. Okay, King James Version. But the word servant is mentioned 900 times. 900 times in the Bible. And we know that verse that says, okay, well done, my good and faithful pastor. Well done, my good and faithful bishop. Well done, my good and faithful evangelist or apostle or preacher, missionary, teacher, singer, worship leader. But what? Servant. Servant. That's why our prayer as, as a servant of God is you have to pray for a servant's heart. Amen? And what the Lord did here, okay, he has this kind of servant's heart. He even washed the feet of these disciples. Okay? To show to them that he has this servant's heart. And what a great example that she has. He has this humbleness, humility. He was the, the son of God, okay? the king of kings and the lord of lords. But he has this kind of servant's heart. Don't get me wrong okay, about leadership, right? Leadership, we need that, okay? But not all, all of us are leading here in the church. Kung lahat tayo leaders dito, wala na makikinig. But there's one okay, whom God appointed to be leader. And um, the leader will be, um, the leadership should always be from the Lord. Amen? And we know that our pastor is under shepherd. Okay? And the ultimate leader is God. Amen? In this church. Okay? That's why we have the Bible where we get our, you know, our system, okay, our teachings, okay, our doctrines and principles. That's why we have instruction, because he is our ultimate teacher. He is our leader, okay. So, what was the response of the Lord Jesus Christ to the mother of James and John? Okay, Jesus declined to grant this request as well. <laughs> And another thing, Jesus' enemy taunted him and prayed, Come down from the cross. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 40, and saying, That thou destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. If you were going to analyze those verses, in the preceding verses, another come down. If you are a God, if you are the Christ, if you are the Messiah, can you save yourself and save us as well? In this request, we can rejoice that he didn't grant the request. Okay? Because he was hanging there on the cross, doing 
the business of God for us to have our salvation. <laughs> Amen? If he followed uh, this um, request from this man, wala tayong salvation ngayon. But we need to rejoice. The Lord Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross for us to have our salvation. And he didn't stay on the tomb, but he resurrected after three days. After three days. And that's our gospel. That's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, fourthly here, the man in this passage offered a very proper prayer. This man from whom the demons had gone back that he might be with him. And Jesus had chosen the twelve apostles that they might be with him. Jesus declined to grant this request because he had a great, greater need for the man and a greater purpose for him. We can conclude that Jesus did not come down into this world merely to make us feel good or to give us a feeling inward security. But later, Jesus was to go to the area where this man's home was located. If you want to take a look on Mark chapter 7, 31 to chapter 8, okay? What happened in this um, chapter? Mark chapter 7. Are you still there? Okay, Mark chapter 7, verse 31. Okay. And again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coast of Decapolis. Decapolis. Okay? I just read the, the first part um, of this um, passage until um, chapter 8, verse 10. This was an area made up of 10 Gentile cities. That's why it's Decapolis. Deca means 10. And police is city. Okay? So, these uh, gentle cities located east and south of the Sea of Galilee. This man went back to the area and gave his testimony. Okay? The demon-possessed man, and now uh, saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. When Jesus arrived, thousands of people were waiting to see and hear him. No doubt they had heard the man's report concerning the miraculous and merciful power of Jesus Christ. It was here that great crowds gathered and followed him to the extent that they became weary and in need of food. We can see here the feeding of the 4,000 in chapter 8. With seven loaves of bread, our Lord miraculously fed a crowd of 4,000 people. So these mighty events took place because of man's personal response to witness or to the wishes of the Lord who had sent him free from the dominion of evil. 
we can see the changed life and we can see the impact of his changed life amen his influence all right try to imagine a broken or a destroyed life and then when he met jesus god changed his life and then he became a good testimony preaching the goodness of god and goodness of god so thirdly here are Lord's personal requests in our continuing condition. He says, Return to thine own house and show how great things God had done to thee. Maybe ma many people think about mission field. Okay? They think that some far off or exotic place where they might experience adventure and excitement. Right? It is true that our Lord commissioned his church to carry the gospel, isn't it? To the ends of the earth and to all people of the earth. That's why we have evangelism. That's why we have um, 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 mission emphasis, man, in our church. We're supporting missionaries because we cannot go to their places, okay? But as we go along, perhaps individual believers and the church as a body have missed the point of by failing to recognize that the mission field begins where? At home. Okay? Mission field begins at home. Christianity begins at home. Amen? Christianity begins at home. God sent this man to return to his own house to minister to minister to them to tell them about the good news okay? to tell them about on how he god changed his life amen so christianity begins at your home it is in our home that we are to believe and behave as the followers of jesus the faith that does not ring true at home will not be effective in some faraway place. Amen? So, we are praying for our homes. We are praying for each family. Amen? And that's why in our church also we are praying for a strong family. And I believe if we have a strong family that uh, believes on God and faithful family, we, we are going to have a strong church. And you know what? Satan is attacking each family as well. So we have to guard and pray for our families. The influence of this world. Okay? The influence of the education. Okay? The influence of other people can always penetrate. But we have to pray and we have to protect our family. It is our duty. Amen? I have two two kids now, amen. And hindi pa sila nag-aaral, alright? They are they are close to us. We they are experiencing that to to Hannah. Na talagang very clingy siya, hug ng hug. Nisip ko pag nag-aaral kaya gagawin pa kaya niya. <laughs> pag meron na siyang sariling pag-iisip or nakakaintindi na, okay? Magiging sweet pa kaya siya. Ang ginagawa niya kaya 
Sabi ko kay Sister Hazel, record natin mga ginagawa niya. <laughs> Para paglaki niya, ipakita natin. Ha? Ito yung ginagawa mo noon, hindi mo na ginagawa ngayon. <laughs> hug siya ng hug, kiss siya ng kiss. Talagang very close. Okay? I don't know sa mga anak po niyo kung malaki na sila kung ginagawa nila. <laughs> Pero maliliit, di ba? They're so close to us. So service, not only Christianity begins at your home, but service to our Lord begins at home. By a changed lifestyle in the home, we can demonstrate the reality of the presence of God in our hearts and lives. It is at home in the most important of human relationship that we are to demonstrate the agape love that the Holy Spirit of God pours out into our hearts through the faith in Jesus Christ. Through faith in Jesus Christ. So service to our Lord begins at home. Diba? We have some family altar, okay? devotion, Bible reading with our family. Amen? Pray, praying together. Okay? Praying together stays together. Okay? Singing together stays together. Okay? But it's better together, right? <laughs> so service to our Lord begins at home, and Christianity begins at your home. By the word of mouth, we are able to, able to relate to others the good things that God has done in our lives. Simply say to our children that God is good in our lives. Even though we're experiencing some difficulties, but still God is good. Amen? Problems are there. Okay. Uh, situations are there, sickness are there. We are experiencing that, but still, the Lord is good. And He will never fail us. Our Lord desires each of us to serve Him in our homes. Amen? And this refers not just to our families, but to the network of our family relationships. Okay? Network of our family relationships. Okay, we have a family tree right now. Okay? Kung saan na lumabas yung mga manalos, yung mga mga ano, di ba? So, matitrace mo na kung saan ka nang galing. Okay, so, it is a network right now. Network. Our influence right now is bigger than before, right? How many friends do you have in your Facebook? How many relatives you have in your Facebook? Maybe hundreds? Maybe thousand? Meron po bang 2,000 dito, friends? Wow. Siguro accept siya lang accept, no? But you have to know that person, baka ano yan, hacker yan. So recent studies in personal relationship have indicated that the average person today has a regular contact with about 80 different persons. Okay? The average person okay, can contact 80 di different persons. In the sense that means that our world, though we live in the midst of billions of people, is really quite small, right? It is in, a, in this smaller world we are 
to verbalize the good news of what God has done for us and through Jesus Christ. Okay? How many people we meet every day? We talk every day. You know? we, we, we have a fellowship every day. How many people? So we can share God's word to them. Amen. We can share the gospel to them. Amen. The good news that God changed our lives. And lastly, amen. 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 That's why maganda yung Facebook ngayon, eh, di ba? Ma social media. Not only we are um, posting some pictures of our events, but also we are posting the word of God, okay? sharing the gospel to them. And uh, we're so blessed. Um, Pastor Sam, I saw the, his post to our um, recent group group chat with the cousins. Okay, uh, the Manalo family, um, our cousins, um, siblings of um, Daddy. They our cousins made a group chat, and Pastor Sam sent a a salvation plan there. Okay, because I believe not all of them are saved. And they need uh, salvation. And then they they actually um, send um, their daughters and son, their children, children names in that in that group because we don't know. Kung pinsan namin sila o kung pamangkin namin sila. So marami na, talagang marami. Different parts of the world. May, may, meron sa Dubai, meron sa, sa Los Angeles, Nevada. Different parts of the world. May South Dakota. So, May sa Pilipinas. So, in that way, in that platform, we can, you know, give the word of God to them. Yeah? In that way, they can read the gospel. In that way, we can, you know, share the gospel to them, our loved ones. So lastly, Christians are in a communication business. Okay? I don't know what your course is. But there is a course in, in, in the Philippines, you must come. Must comfortable sa bahay Must come. Must communication. Okay? So, Christ said to this man, Return to thine house, own house, and show how great things God has done unto thee. Jesus was specifically requesting that, that this man get into the communication business. He wanted this communication to take place where the man was known. Okay? He was demon-possessed. But God changed him. He wanted him to communicate about God's goodness in the area where people had known what he was before. He became a believer. If you try to think of it... Um, those people that um, destroyed their life through vices, through um, drinking, through um, illegal um, um, drugs or something like that. Okay? When God changed them, oh boy, you can see their testimony, right? On how God changed them. And um, the people will recognize, notify it. That you are a changed person. And uh, 
that's a wonderful testimony and wonderful privilege for you to share God's word. Ano nangyari dito sa taong ito? Dati-dati iba yung hinahawakan niya, bote, diba? lapad pa. Pero ngayon, Bible na. Dati-dati iba yung tsura niya, no? nakataas lahat yung buhok. Ngayon, meron ng hati. Gwapo na. Dati yung pananamit niya. Ano na lang yung mga sinusuot niya, di ba? Pero ngayon, disente na siyang tignan. Para siyang businessman. Okay? Hiram lang pala. <laughs> di ba? Sinusuot niya pa yung best para sa Panginoon. So, we can see here, he was a changed man. This man. This man was, you know, not wearing anything. Di ba? Pero nung binago siya ng Panginoon, makikita mo yung Panginoon sa buhay niya. So, we can see here the silent witness of transformed life is incomplete. If you're not talking and then you're silent, they will see your, you know, good words to um, before God, then it's not complete. But it is tremendously important that we are different. Okay? They can see how we walk. And they have to know how we talk as well. Amen? So if Christ had made a difference, then we must verbally give testimony to His goodness and kindness to us. That's why sa atin hindi humihinto yung testimony time. In our Bible study, we have fellowship and also sharing our testimony on how good is how um, good our God is to our life, how faithful God is in our life. Maybe you put, maybe God put you in a situation, and that situation will um, be a channel of blessing to others. Why share it to others as well? Maybe God put you in, in, in a situation that um, napakahira pero binigyan ka ng grace ng Panginoon. Then you can share it to others for them to be encouraged. Amen? As well as when God saved you, we can share the gift of salvation to others. That's why this man did sharing the, the gospel to his family. He returned to his home and witnessed to his loved ones about the Lord Jesus Christ. As a way of our conclusion, when we give expression to the joy and gratitude of our hearts, and when we give the voice or give voice to praise for God, if these are genuine, they will create hunger and thirst in the hearts of our home folk to come to know Jesus Christ also. Amen? All we need to do is to be consistent. All we need to do is to be faithful. Amen? That's why I like the, the post of Sister Lisa yesterday in her nursing home about yung fall, right? Yung fall. But Christians need to be fat, diba? Faithful, available, and Sino po na-post yun? Sister Naomi? 
Oh, Sister Naomi, sorry. So, but there's another word, right? Fall. Because we are on the fall right now. So, faithful, available, loyal, and loving. Amen? Fall. Don't fall, but you have to be fall. <laughs> so, faithful, available, loyal, and loving. And kung ipapakita natin yan sa biyaya ng Panginoon, Lord willing, makilala din nila ang Panginoon sa buhay natin. God will use us to share His word to these people. The man who had been demon-possessed did what Jesus asked. Okay? He went home and shared the good news of what God had done for him. So, what a wonderful example to follow. Amen? So let us pray. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for these uh, simple truths, O Lord God. And uh, the challenge here, O Lord God, that we need to follow your word. We need to follow your footsteps. And a wonderful example of this man whom you have changed, O Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a changed life. And a wonderful testimony that he is uh, ready is uh, available, Lord God, sharing your word to others. And the challenge here, Lord, in our lives, as an individual, Lord, we have our own mission field. And um, we can do our mission field and we can start our mission field in our family. You know, Lord, that's one of the maybe toughest um, thing to do, but Lord, by your grace, by your mercy, Lord, we can and share your word to them. Show about your goodness. Show about your loving care. Show about your, your, your salvation. And we know that we are not going to live here long. We're just a pilgrim, O Lord God, in this world. And Lord, help us, O Lord, to share your gospel. Anytime soon, O Lord God, you are going to return anytime soon but how's our family are they saved that's our burden Lord we have a lot of unsaved loved ones our prayers is for them to know you Lord God and Lord help us Lord to do our own mission field our own Jerusalem and we know Lord that we can um, start over there and then be a blessing to others in different places as well. Thank you, Lord, for using this church. Thank you, Lord, for using um, the Mendoza family, especially Pastor Max, for uh, starting this church, oh Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for their heart and service, oh Lord, to you. And Lord, as we are here, oh Lord God, help us, oh Lord, to continue your commission. Help us, oh Lord, to continue, Lord God, your ministry by your grace. And help us, Lord, to be faithful and loyal to you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Bless us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, church, for listening. I hope you um, get the blessing from the Lord. Amen. So thank you.